Welcome back, everybody, to episode 21 of Chat with the Hat. This week, I have a chat with two of the most exciting young drivers going around at the moment. The first one will be with Bailey Sweeney racing for the Hyundai Motorsport Oceana HMO at the TCRs. And he was at Sandown last weekend, um, had a fantastic weekend, a couple of wins. And then following that, we have a wrap-up with Reef McCarthy racing in the Formula Vs for Beecham Racing, who I went up to Morgan Park in Queensland to the national round for the Formula Vs. It was a Queensland state round. And hung out up there, and he tested his medal against the best of the country at the moment and came away. Well, I won't give it all away, but he had a successful weekend up there. So stick around and listen to the way these two young blokes are speak uh, about their racing and their careers. And uh, two of the most impressive young drivers that I've had the pleasure to know and call friends. And so we'll get straight into it. And the first one is Bailey Sweeney giving us a wrap-up of the TCRs and uh, the upcoming rounds, the World Challenge rounds as well. So get straight into it. Okay, trendsetters, welcome back to Chat With A Hat, another interview with the legend Bailey Sweeney, who is on an absolute mission to take out the championship in TCR Australia this year. G'day, Bales. How are you going? Good yourself? Yeah, good buddy. Good buddy. Uh, didn't get a chance to catch up with you at Sandown on the weekend because I was up playing race car mechanic and crew chief. I got promoted from Windex guy to crew chief in one day. So, <laughs> well, enough in the world. I am, mate. Look, look out. Barry Ryan's got someone who's going to take him down. I, I know everything now. Baz, you need a tip? Just give me a call. Um, but <laughs> you were down I'll... at Sandown uh, zooming around on the filthy, filthy weather on Friday which looked like it improved on the Saturday and Sunday, and so did your results. Yeah, the, the forecast was looking pretty dodgy before the weekend, but it all worked out well in the end that we only had a wet Friday and the Saturday Sunday was dry as a bone, so it was a bit chilly, but still shorts and T-shirt weather, so it was all good. Yeah, we can deal with chilly. Just raining is just shit. There's no yeah. good, nothing good about it. Spectacular for us fans, but it's no good as a driver, I'm sure. Oh, it depends what situation you're in. If you're in my situation, you definitely want drive if you're in the championship fight. But if you're on the back and want to jag a result, you're kind of praying for rain. So, <laughs> yeah, well, what... let's talk about that because that's not you at the moment because you have regained the lead of the championship from your teammate, Josh. Yep. I think you're about 40 points up at the moment. I think 30, low 30s we've got it out to. So. 589 to 559, 30 points. Yep. Definitely. 30 points. And then Aaron Cameron's hot on Josh's heels at 5.51. Cameron's kind of had a solid year just flying under the radar. So he's kind of popped up. I don't up think there. he's under the radar. I think he's actually legitimately having a cracking year. Yeah, he definitely had a good scene there. But before that, he's kind of, I don't know, in my opinion anyway, he's kind of been there or thereabouts. But he's kind of just been finishing there week in, week out. And here he is third in the championship. Yeah, he's uh, got Tony D covered at the moment. But Tony gets his new car. For the next round, yeah. the new Honda's turning up with the world cars, which we'll get to. So give us a wrap-up about your first race on Saturday. So what's going on with that penalty for Benny Barguana, who's carrying on like a bull in a china shop and hitting anything that's near him? <laughs> it wasn't actually with uh, Barguana got the penalty for, it was Manif. So he put a protest in against me for moving moving twice down the straight. 
So technically the rule does say you can't move twice, but where I'm a little bit like, it's a bit average was I was actually blocking or not blocking. I was breaking the toe the whole way down the straight in the middle of the track. And then at the end of the straight, I've gone to actually block. And then I've classed that as a double movement. Yeah, righty. Oh, okay. I thought it was from Benny because you two were bashing the hell over each other for the first race. Yeah, yeah, we had a fair bit of contact. So I was on the receiving end of it, not not the giving end. But yeah, we had a fair few rubbing panels. That's all racing. So yeah, there's no there's no joy on the outside of turn one when some bloke wants to lean on you. Turn one or grass turn one. <laughs> well, <laughs> we well off the tarmac and I was yeah, no, it's straight off. That's what I mean. <laughs> like at least it got a little bit of runoff out there to try to save it. Yeah, yeah. I think Clemente ended up out there last year, a little bit further wide, and he was stuck in the mud. Is that wet out there? So. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that gave Willie Brown the uh, pounce. It let, it let him run through on the inside because nobody was hitting him. So yep. he um, came through and uh, made the most of that little situation. Uh, I jumped on the brakes of turn two with bug one on my left, and all of a sudden Brown's in front of me. <laughs> He's going <laughs> right around the outside. So. Yeah, you made it too easy for him, guys. Like, he doesn't yeah. need any extra help, I can tell you. <laughs> he was going full send, so but there was a bit of talk. I don't know if it was true, but in quality whether he was sandbagging for the world rounds. So but I don't know, he's it wasn't quick in Q1 or Q2, so I'm not sure about that. But he was definitely quick in the races, so it was a shame to see his weekend end the way it did. Yeah, but we'll get to that in the next thing, because that was on the Sunday. So Saturday you finished where did you finish? Was it fourth? Fifth? So, yeah, we, we qualified on pole. I got a very average start, and I think we dropped back to fourth and then fifth, and then it kind of just stayed through the whole race, fending off Beneath and Barguana. And then I got the post-race penalty, but yeah, yeah I think it was back down to ninth for the reverse good race. But the reason we were struggling so much in race one, we're actually under boost. So our car has got an adjustable boost level. Yeah. But all the other cars are electronic. So the conditions changed. So that all their boosts went up and mine was still the same. So we'll, I think we'll five Ks down the straight. and we'll It looked up. like it too. I couldn't work out how your speed was for like the, that magic lap, the last lap of quali to get pole, yep. which was absolute blinder because out of out of nowhere, like Lucky Manif's all of a sudden on pole. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. In last year's Audi, like <laughs> Brownie's old car, and he's just put in a blinder. I went, geez, that's fast. Where'd that come from? And then you just trounced him which was even better and then um in the race pace you looked like you were really down on on some horsepower there yeah that quality session was a mighty going to watch i watched it back that night and i was in the edge of the seat i knew the results <laughs> <laughs> but yeah in race one we just had no no power in the straight because our like i said our boost is adjustable and it wasn't quite where it should have been so yeah but we'll struggle straight for that one but yeah Manif's car is quick on a straight that old audi i think the aero and whatnot mustn't be quite as strong but down the straight, that thing's got some motor. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, all weekend too. He was good. Yep. He was on the pace all weekend. He yeah. had a very solid weekend. It was a shame to see his weekend end the way it did as well. So, Oh, well, that was more on suited than him. But, you know, we'll get to that next. We'll get to that now because that's a Saturday wrapped up. So basically after your five-second penalty for the first race on Saturday, you ended up on on pole, didn't you? Pole, front row. Oh, second, second. Second, yeah, yeah front row. Front row. Second's as good as P1 there with the, the rubber on the racing line. So we were kind of, we are humming and hiring about protesting the penalty because it was pretty, I reckon, average. But obviously I did break the rules and if you read the fine print. But yeah, so we are humming and hiring and then we worked it out that we're going to start second. So we're like, oh, maybe we should just keep our mouth shut. Yeah, maybe we'll <laughs> just let it. this one go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely set us up for the rest of the good weekend. So You don't want to win the battle and lose the war. 
Like, no, no, exactly. So, yeah, the engineer was especially like saying, yeah, we need to keep this one. We'll start second tomorrow and press the reset button. So it worked out well in the end, that's for sure. And how's your launches off the line at the moment? Uh, yeah, pretty some, atrocious. Some hit, and, hit and miss <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, it's mostly miss. So from my perspective, it's all just I press the button and just hope it hope it does a good job. Like I can slip the clutch. So our initial starts are very good, but the second stage where I'm just holding the button and praying is yeah pretty average. So but we're trying to talk to the guys in Germany, and if they can't get back to us with another program, we're actually going to book our test day just to focus on starts, complete starts. So. Just straight manual starts. Drop the clutch, slam the slam the right. Yeah. It's too risky to do it on a race weekend just to go back to manual. Yeah. But yeah. On the at Sandown, the the launch control definitely wasn't working in our favor. Like I think we lost five positions into turn one on the first race, and I started off. Yeah. Off. Yep. Got and Aaron Cameron in the final race blowed our doors off. <laughs> he had like a forty meter lead into turn one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't really have that. Is the starts? We got yeah, well, not with Cameron race. the way he's going at the moment in that Peugeot. Like he's dialed in so um so getting on to sunday this is much more exciting this is a much better day like the sun was out guns were out you're starting on the front row for the uh first of the sunday races and you got a a, a cracking launch on this one actually you got a really good a start one, yeah i think we still dropped back down to third or fourth but then everyone kind of hit each other at the same one and we popped the head out in second and quickly got in the first and pulled away so yeah it was definitely a good race now behalf and yeah, it couldn't have went much better no, you just had you just had a commanding lead on that one. No, nobody was getting near you. Like you had a little bit of pressure yeah. from behind, but not that much. Not really. Cameron did a mighty good job in that one. I think he started might have even started eighth and got third or second. So that was a, a yeah. But race. didn't he get a penalty for outside track limits by coming down the inside outside the yellow line? Yeah, to end on the first lap, he passed a couple of cars. Or looked like he passed about thirteen cars. Like legit, there's only fourteen in the race or thirteen in the race. So he just yeah, looked like yeah. he was going down his own road. He had his own road altogether down that wall. The Peugeots, because every car's got different launch control, like they're all BAP and all level, but each car's got their own pros and cons. And definitely pro of the Peugeot is off the start. Those things are absolute rockets. If you start in a side one, you know you're going to lose a position. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, apparently if you're starting in a row or two in front of him, look behind you because he's coming down the left. Yeah, yeah um, I think he had like 20, 30 k an hour closing speed on us. It was crazy. Oh, he looked like he was out of a gun for sure. Um, so that was uh, that race, uh, which gave you, with the combined results from race one and the reverse grid race two, onto pole position for race three, which is where you like to be. Yep. And, I, uh, I almost didn't believe it when I got told I was on pole because like, oh, I was expecting to be third or fourth. But the way it works this year is actually points for calling. And the final grid is determined by points for the weekend. So because they had points on calling, they actually gave us the pole for the final race. So. But oh, they include that, cool. do they? As well as the other two. Correct, correct. So it's overall points for the weekend. So points from quality, race uh, one, race two. And and qualifying on pole for first race gives you another ten points as well. Yeah. So that made a difference from us being third or fourth to first. So it's definitely a good addition having the points for quality because it takes out the sandbagging effect. Like there was talk of Will Brown doing it, but obviously he's way out of the championship. He's focusing yep. on the world events. So yeah. Yeah, we can't drop a couple of rounds. There's no chance to come back in, the, in no, this no you know, seven-round calendar. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's focusing on the world events. And he's made that pretty clear in his yep. interviews and statements. So, I think everyone's excited, but he's like, uh, <laughs> he's taken to another level. Oh, good on him. Good on him. Um, well, he's got the pace. He's, he's got the car fixed. As we saw in QR, he had the, the car dialed in and just cleaned up 
up there with two wins in a second because uh, uh, Brad Harris, uh, in the reverse top 10 second race, managed to fight off Cameron and Brown. I don't know how he did it. It was a drive of his life. He did a very impressive job, that's for sure. So Talk about blocking. (laughs) (laughs) He kept his nose on that line. He was never leaving leaving that race line at all. Then he backed that with the P3 in the final race. So he did a mega job. I'm keen yeah, to see. Up. Yeah, P3. Yeah. Keen to see how his brother goes in these board rounds as well. So he's not a small bloke, is he? Sorry? Harris. He's not a small bloke. No, they're a bit of a unit, that's for sure. So I don't know how they make the, the minimum driver weight of 85 kilos, but they make it work. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they don't need any BOP because they, they're carrying it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have to be overweight for sure. So. Yeah, they're doing a mega job. Hopefully, they have a good end of the year as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So then, um, so the last race, you blew everyone's doors off, and it got a little bit willing behind you, because I was watching all this on stand up in Queensland when I was at Morgan Park, and uh, yeah, Lockie Maneef and Zach Suter. Zach Zach runs wide at I think nine, and uh, Lockie yep. saw the gap yeah. of why wouldn't you? That it's there, the doors open, and then they bashed wheels and tore each other's rims apart. Yeah, I think Manif all weekend wasn't afraid of having a crack. Like, he was making the most of his pace. And then Suda obviously wasn't expecting him to go up there, but, like, he, he had the right to be. And, yeah, Suda just closed the door, unfortunately. And yeah. Ended both of their races with a – actually, well, Suda had a tyre failure, and the next lap, Manif had a tyre failure. Yeah, so. yeah, it was from that same contact. It just took yeah. Manif another lap for it to blow up. There's only two laps to go in the race at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they let Josh around, so he got two positions out of it. So I was like, damn it. And I was watching it back. But precious points in the championship heading into the board rounds is critical to have. So, 100%. Well, that left that four-way battle with uh, Delberto and Cox and Clementi and Buchan, I think. The four of them were all bashing yeah. the third spot. because yeah, yeah, that's right. There's four of them in there. But there's definitely no love lost between... Daberto and Cox is there? They'll, they'll go. Nah, <laughs> that was. I was watching glued to it, seeing who's gonna. Oh come on, someone's gonna take someone out. I'm waiting for the post race. Yeah, there's been all these like manufactured rivalries, but that's definitely not one. Like they, even on the Thursday when they came down there, I can't remember. Someone said they talked to them and they're still fuming about it. So, oh, they've been throwing shade at lost. each other since QR. Yeah, they they haven't cooled down yet, and they're even more fuming <laughs> after the final race. So, love so, it. Carry on. Uh, no, we love that stuff. We love that yeah, stuff. Good. You know, proper rivalries. And then when you see them line up next to each other, you go, oh, yeah, it's on here. Because <laughs> if there's not enough door-to-door racing in TCR, put two blokes that are trying to knock each other's head off. <laughs> it's good to watch. The racing in general like, at Sandown that weekend was pretty good. Like When I was watching it back, I was definitely excited. Like The racing was top quality all weekend. So it's good I agree. to see I agree. That's why I love this category. I love coming down to watch you. It's just unfortunate I was double booked. Um, I reckon that's about the only one you've missed in the last two it years. It is. Yeah, this. it is. Yeah, 100% it is. And I was spewing too. <laughs> Until I saw Friday on the weather and I went, yeah, I think I made the right call. It's 25 <laughs> degrees and I'm in Queensland. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 12 degrees and felt like two degrees. So you definitely yeah, the wind, 50k an hour winds. Hey, how was that on the effect on the car with that blusty, uh, gusty, blustery winds? You can definitely feel it in the back straight with because I think we most time had a crosswind. You can feel it pulling you down the back straight, and obviously with the, the higher winds, the toe was uh, expanded as well. Like the slipstream was pretty big all weekend, so I think that helped the racing as well. So, yeah, excellent. So, um, 
uh, leaving all that, actually, you still owe me. A, you you owe me some footage from my hot <laughs> lap in Queensland. If you can't find it, you got to take me around Bathurst. <laughs> I can try. I think the Bathurst hot laps are pretty filling up pretty quick. So I've had a fair few people asking for those ones, but yeah, I don't know where the footage is going. I tried to check the SD card and I was like on it. So hopefully, if someone's got it saved somewhere, and I can. You're a little slacker. You should have given it to me next week, but you're just you know bludgeoning around. <laughs> I wanted to put that up there and show everybody what it's like to get, zoom around in your car. Because that is that was wild. That was a completely different sensation. These front-wheel drives compared to rear-wheel drives, they make their speed differently. They make their cornering differently. Front-wheel power sliding and drifting with the front wheels compared to having the tail, where I'm used to having the tail step out and then you just steer into it. Now, you guys are opposite. You're sort of power sliding wide and then you're just pulling it tighter just to pull straight. Yeah, I think the cars are very underestimated and, like, Obviously, only 350 horsepower compared to a 650 horsepower supercar, but like they're not that far off on lap time wise, and they're definitely quick cars. And the fact in the cornering and braking and that, like as you know, you've been in one now. Like they're they're not messing around. They're not like a production car that cruises. Nah. they're full on spec race cars. So no, no, that was awesome. No, it was absolutely an eye opener too. Like I can sort of see that realistically, to be perfectly frank, all the skills to be a good tcr driver that you learn to way you have to drive your cars completely at odds with a standard um, rear wheel drive car there's not a great deal of crossover in technique no. they're, they're, they're people, completely a lot of people think there is like night and day from front wheel drive tcr to let's say a supercar for example but honestly everything translates like yeah once you're in there you got a steering wheel and brakes and like even towards like a trans am like when you compare those to a supercar <laughs> In a way, I think TCR is almost as close, if not closer. Like, obviously, I'm going to V8, but like, you got downforce, you got big brakes, you got slick tires. Like, I don't know. They definitely translate to a lot of things where people think they don't. So, even Coulthard in the weekend, Fabian Coulthard, I was talking to him before a pre race interview, and he said he wants to be back in TCR. Like, he's enjoying his time in Porsches, but he wants to be back in TCR. So, that's how cool the cars are to drive. Yeah, well, they're definitely cool. And they've got a lot of poke about them, too, which is. Very cool. Um, all right, mate. Well, let's get back to what's coming up because now we get to the business end where you guys are going to butt heads with the top 10 drivers from uh, around the world who are coming over yep. to our shores to have a crack at City Motorsport Park and then the Bathurst International in November. Yeah, it's going to be off its head, I think. So there's 10 of the – at least 10, up to 14, I've heard. So the Kumo World TCR drivers coming over for the Bathurst Sydney – what is it? Race Sydney – and yeah, then, Race Sydney uh, on the 3rd and 4th of November. Yep. And Friday then, and Saturday night under lights. That's going to be a big one as well. So I think uh, they got some crazy deal for – they got a few deals actually for I think the two rounds for 100 bucks. Yep, so two rounds for 100 bucks. Got my ticket. And they've also got like a Sydney sort of deal. Like if you're in Sydney and you finish work at 5 o'clock, you can zip over and watch the Friday night race and the Saturday night race for like 20 bucks or something. So it's you can't get any bang for your buck than that, like. The racing is going to be off the charts with 30 plus cars on the grid, under lights, TCR, best drives in the world. So, the yeah, it's going to be mental. All we need is Sydney to come to the party with the weather, and it'll be an absolute belter of a weekend. In November, we shouldn't be getting too, hopefully, not too much spring rain and stuff coming through. So, the only thing that'll make it a little bit ooh is if it's belting rain, because then it's hard enough to get Sydney people to go to Eastern Creek at the best of times. 
The thing I was surprised about too, like you say, you can't get people to Sydney, but I was went to the World Time Attack event. The, like, a couple of weeks yeah, ago. how was that? It was off the charts. There were so many people there. You couldn't even like your butt and elbows everywhere you go around. Like, oh, they do a very good job of off the track. Like, they have a lot of like marquees set up. Hyundai had a big presence there. I think they're the only manufacturer. But even just the aftermarket like companies and that they have big stalls set up there, and the crowds just love it. So. I saw Timmy Slade blew everyone's doors away and set the new record. In he that- was in the second class, so you got the second record. I think Bart Moyer, I think I've just butchered his name, did an absolute cracker lap of a one minute 17, I think. So he was like eight seconds up the road is from Slady. So, yeah, right. The yeah, cars are cool. crazy there. You look at them and they're about four meters wide <laughs> for the aero and stuff they got on them. What was he on? What was he racing in? It's a Porsche, but it doesn't look like a Porsche. <laughs> it's like a little baby Porsche with about mega whale tails and mega front yeah, splitters. Yeah. It looks like an LMP car or a prototype or something. Yeah, it's crazy to look at. So it's got an exhaust at the door. <laughs> yeah, cool. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, so that's coming up, everybody. Ninth, uh, the 3rd and the 4th of November up at Sydney yep. Motorsport Park. Get your butts down there for the, the first of two world rounds for the Kumo uh, TCR World Challenge. Do I? And then the following weekend, it's the Bathurst International up at the mountain, which last year was mental. Last year, remember that? Yeah. The the weather didn't help us out for a little while, and then it was a bit ordinary. Yeah. And you and Jay Hansen just going toe-to-toe about 10 seconds up the field across the top of the mountain. Yeah, that was an awesome race. Jay and I were pushing us off to the limit, that's for sure. And it definitely showed when he made a little mistake and how big the consequences are. Like that car had a heavy hit. So yeah, unfortunately, because then, oh. yeah, you guys were driving eleven tenths. Yeah, we're definitely doing quite laps every lap of the race. Like it showed when we had, like you said, a ten second gap to the cars behind. Like we're definitely going for it. So and the TCR driver quality is like I think underestimated as well. Like you get have high quality drivers come in like Coulthard and like they struggle at first and they're at the top of supercars. So top of Porsches they he jumped straight into Porsches and was quick and took him a little while to adjust to the TCR competition so yep yep cool so I'm definitely coming up there for that one I'll be there for the both these are the last two rounds for your calendar season this year yep um then you know mad Monday off to Bali and <laughs> <laughs> and uh so 100% be up there for both of those very keen to to get into those not just your guys there now when Willie Brown and old mate didn't put his oil cap on and decided to pump all the engine oil out and destroy his motor. Um, were they in the garage next to you? No, they were a fair bit further down. A little bit further down this time, so you yep. couldn't hear. You couldn't hear what was going on and what was being said next door. As no, spanners no. have been thrown around. No, I got a radio message saying he's out of the race, but a couple of laps before that, even our engineers spotted the oil at the side of the car. So. I think it was a little bit of an error with the oil cut coming off, and they also made an error not pulling him in. Because uh, did that and, cover? Did that get onto the circuit? I did a little bit, but not not too bad. So most of it was down the side of his car. So yeah, that oil yeah. pressure light come on, and you could visually see the oil down the side of the car, and they continued to press on. So and uh, your transmission, you had some issues on the Friday with your gearbox. Yeah, the Friday we were pretty lucky when it failed. To be honest, we had ten minutes to go in practice too. And I knew something was off in the car all Friday, but the boys couldn't quite pick what it was, and they said, just press on. And then, yeah, 10 minutes to go and practice two, it's all gone clunk, 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 and it's done done a diff, and then it's put all the metal into the gearbox. So 
the boys were there at 10 o'clock that night trying to fix her up. And Josh's car had untimely failure as well. He'd done a gearbox as well. So the boys were pulling two gearboxes out and a diff that night. So they were there late, late, late. And but his his um in the sedan like the not the Elantra Elantra, <laughs> uh, they're completely different gearboxes, aren't they? Or are they the same? No, no. The, the car does share a lot of stuff. The gearbox, diff, um, and engine are the same. Right. So the running gear is the same, but um everything else is different. Wheelbase, chassis. Yeah, chassis extension. and wheelbase. That car's a lot better designed. So. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. He's um he's just trying to find some more straight line pace. I think still they're still hunting, aren't they? Yeah, I think it just doesn't – I don't know if it's just his driving style doesn't suit it or not, but, yeah, those cars are very quick overseas and they won the – they're leading the World Championship this year and won the World Championship last year. So I think that's definitely the car to have at the Hyundai stable. So I'm looking forward to trying to get my hands on one of those next year. Yeah, cool. So who's – so for the rest of this uh, this year, in the last next two rounds coming up, who's your hardest competition that you got to keep your eye on? I mean, I suppose if you're reading down the actual list of – driver's standings that's probably it but yeah but on a race by race i mean the only one that's not really there that's going to cause you some grief and still some points is will brown because of the last you're missing a couple of rounds yeah for sure so i think if you from my perspective you just look at the championship and go obviously cameron josh and even td's kind of half in the picture still and then you've got a few guys that are going to steal points off all of us i think zach suit is going to have a strong end of the year and also will brown and those new new gen 2 so the two tracks coming up are definitely going to suit them, I I think so. And and Tony's an unknown quantity because he's getting his new Honda Civic. Because yeah, last I... year at the International at Bathurst, his car was in the weeds. He was sitting 12th, you know. All he had to do was finish 11th or something to win the championship, which he did by, what, two points from Brownie or something at the end of the day because Brown won the Sunday race. Yeah. Um, But, but whether this new Honda is going to... Yeah, I, I, I've heard that it's the same engine, but obviously it's a very different package. I think it might have a little bit of a different tune. But you say it doesn't suit the track, but I think, I don't know, he mustn't have just been gelling and the championship was on his mind last year or something. But because earlier in the year, at the April Bath of Six Hour round, the Honda actually qualified fourth with in Tim Slade's hands. So it can be a very capable car. It's just if you have it in the window. Maybe he's and... getting too old. I'll tell TD you said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's definitely top of his game. He won a race in the weekend. It was quick, but... I don't know if the championship was on his mind that weekend and he was a bit out of it or not, but yeah. Well, I he think... won his championship last year on consistency. 100%. I think Cox reminded him of that too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he did too. Yeah. He did too. No, yeah. you can't But then again, Tony's you... looking at it going, well, I've got the championship. How are you going? Yeah, however you win it, you win it. So yeah. he was the best driver last year and, yeah, the championship shows that. Oh, I can't wait for those two to come together again in Sydney. <laughs> it's just going to be mint. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, isn't it? Like At the moment, they're fighting each other on the circuit too. Like they, they're they in the same space, on the same track. They're, it's a bit like the old Waters and Mostert back in the day. Yeah. You see them together and they just attract and they hit each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can't help uh, it. Yeah, we love it, mate. Love it. As long as you're in front of it, like that's, yeah, that's yeah. all we want. Gloves off. It's good for the TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. No, oh, the only thing Stan have to do is actually improve their coverage by the actual not starting at eleven o'clock or ten o'clock in the morning. That's just rubbish. Um, I don't think that's going to be a thing too much longer, but I can't say. Anything. Yeah, give us <laughs> what Stan or the actual um, short coverage, just only starting when the TCRs hit the circuit. The short coverage, that's going. Yeah, to good because we should we want Friday as well. 
And we want to see the supports. I mean, look at the look at the cut uh, the undercard you guys have got with the Trans Ams or TA2s, sometimes S5000s, uh, the Kumo uh, V8s zooming around. They're they're giving some relatively good racing between a couple of couple of mates. The whole speed series format and categories is very impressive. So there's a lot of exciting news that we can't say yet that we've been told that's on the horizon. So tell me, I won't tell anyone. Watch this space. Nobody listens to this anyway, mate. It's just you and me. I just do it for my own enjoyment. (laughs) The first thing (laughs) they actually have announced is the 10 rands next year. So, yes, not all of them are TCR, but yeah, no. Speed series are doing 10 rounds and expanded formats. So. Yes, they have. They're doing a back to back at QR. I've got the little calendar here, the proposed calendar. So, which, so you guys won't do the we bend? We'll do the second of the double event. So, there's a double QR and a double Sydney. We'll do the second of those. Yep. And I think we might miss the sand now, but I'm not too sure. I think we'll start Why? in Tassie. Why I would think. you miss sand now? I think it's just a thing that TCR has always started in Tassie. I reckon that's. Actually, I'm not sure, but I think they that's actually don't even have. Sandown on here. Sandown's the first one. Oh, it is too. I'm like, I've got to, got to go up a page. Yeah. So you guys might not be at Sandown in round one. I'm not sure. I'm, that's all I think. So Going to kick off in Tassie again. Yeah. There has been a pretty cool rumour as well saying there might be a Darwin round. So And maybe the one that says to be TBC in August. Yeah. One of them, I think, is going to be Darwin round. So that's the talk. So one of them is going to be a, a far north Queensland round. Let's just say that. And there's only two options, Darwin and uh, – sorry, not Queensland, far far north round. So, so only Townsville or – Correct, or Darwin. Or Darwin. I'm um, hoping for Darwin. Well, they've got that new circuit outside of Townsville. Not just not Reed Park, but they've built a new one, a new race. Yeah, team. I have seen that, yeah. I and, think they were talking about Reed Park, though. So. Yeah, well, that'd be cool. I mean, mm-hmm. Reed Park is just literally twenty minutes walk from the CBD, or it's a, a six minute scooter, and that's yeah, the only way to get there. I race there a couple times at six, and it's, yeah, it's a pretty cool track. So either Darwin or TC, or um, Townsville TCRs would be off the charts there, there. So I'm keen for the calendar next year, that's for sure. Mix it up, yes, a bit. and the bend as well. That's going to be awesome. Oh, so you are doing the bend? Yeah, the bend is a hundred percent. Yep, so that's going to be awesome. The cars haven't raced there since 2019, and Everyone's sort of reminiscent of it and say how good it was. So I'm excited yeah, cool. to go back. Oh, well, well, that's all next year. So anyway, eyes forward for this one. So you, congratulations, mate, on uh, taking back the championship lead from your teammate, Josh. Hopefully he can just get a little bit of poke out of his and <laughs> uh, give you some gun action and and try to uh, fend off Tony D and, and Coxie. Yeah. And, uh, and Aaron Cameron. Like if we can just keep... I mean, there's only ten points between Tony and Jordan. Tell me this. Tell me this is not set up for someone just drilling someone, <laughs> <laughs> just coming through them. Yeah, they definitely put on a good show and seen up a good stage for the final couple of rounds. So I'm keen to see what happens with, between those two. Yeah, for sure. All right, mate. Well, thanks for the wrap up. It was just a short one. So uh, everybody, uh, jump onto Bailey Sweeney Racing's Facebook page. You still got some merch left, or have you sold all your shirts out? No, we've got plenty in stock for the world around, so we've got more more coming. But, yeah, we can message me on Facebook or we'll have some for sale at the track by card or by cash. So. Yep, mate, um, they're a good-looking shirt. Absolutely, absolutely loving them. There's a red and a blue. This is obviously the red. And it's not because <laughs> if you're a Ford or a Holden fan like I initially thought, I overthought <laughs> it. It's more to do with the stickers on the cars. One's predominantly <laughs> blue, one's predominantly red. So who knew? And what's that behind us? Just 
bring those uh bring those little trophies over there. Just hold them up to the camera, mate. These are the spoils of the weekend, aren't they? This is a little bit of the collection. We got two from the weekend. I brought them in for the big fat number ones. Like yeah. it. Hoping to get another a bigger number one for the end of the year. That's the goal. Championship uh, one. And just quietly, these ones have the right, you know, round and date on them, not like yep, last year when you weren't allowed to show them too hard because they were from <laughs> the previous year. Another cool thing that I hope we haven't fact-checked yet, but after the weekend, I think my TCR car might be the most successful TCR car in Australia. Really? Yeah. So I think, I'm not sure if it was last year or the year before, but Will Brown's HMO car was the most successful. Yeah. And it's got seven stickers on the door. And as of last round, mine's got eight stickers on the door. So. Lovely. I haven't fact-checked it, but we're, yeah. Oh, we're mate, we'll go with that. <laughs> I'll just fact-checked it for you. That's it. We've got <laughs> the, the most successful winning racing driver in TCR history in Australia, Bailey Sweeney. Thank you very much for coming <laughs> on and uh, having a bit of a quick wrap-up from Sandown. Good luck at Sydney. I'll catch up with you there on the Friday night. And, um, yeah, all going well. You'll just keep dominating and racking up those points and take out the big trophy at the end of the year at the international. I can't wait to get out, put on a show for these world cars when they come over and hopefully steal some of their drives next year. Yeah, you're going to have your work <laughs> cut out. I don't think you'll have it just as easy with these these blokes coming from overseas. It looks like there's some pretty red-hot fast pedalers out there. So Yeah, but those world guys don't mess around. They're, they're in the World Series of Racing because they're the best. So yeah. uh, There's over, like I don't know, I want to say a figure of 500 TCR cars in the world and they're in, they're in the top 15, so... If that doesn't say enough, like... Where are you yeah. parked up? About 40, 45? Yeah, we've struggled a little bit this year because with the format, if you have less cars, it hurts your award points. You so don't get the, the multipliers on your wins. Correct. Yeah, so I think we're... At the moment, it's only Will Brown and myself who's going to qualify for the world final. So we're about 45th, I think, at the moment. Yeah, the well, well, fingers crossed we just keep them going. Because, I mean, to be perfectly frank, I think you told us last time the cutoff for the eligibility for the bonus points is yep. before we get there. Like it's now, like the cutoff. Yeah, the 30th of September is the cutoff. Yeah. So, so the world later. rounds, you don't get any bonuses. You don't get anything. You just, it is what it is. Yeah. Two days later after the cutoff, we're in track with the world tour. So. Oh, I know that hurts. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> as long as you make it, I won't be salty. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, mate. I'll let you get back to your real life and uh, see you up in Sydney. See you at Sydney. Thanks for the chat. No, mate, thanks. Good luck with that and uh, talk soon. Gotcha. Well, thank you very much, Bales, for a great chat, a bit of an insight into what it is to be a TCR guy and good luck with the championship at the moment. You've got it, uh, the lead, so let's keep pushing forward and keep Josh getting up there with you to get Hyundai all the way. HMO. Uh, coming up now is my chat with Reef McCarthy after the Queensland round up at Morgan Park, which is the country track up there in southern Queensland, uh, south of Ipswich, hour and a half south or so, just over the New South Wales border. It is a magnificent circuit. I am very, very impressed with that country track. Uh, lots of turns, uh, picturesque. Uh, gum trees all through it, some straights, some technical parts, some fast sweepers, uh, kangaroos everywhere, no emus this time, which is a win. Uh, yeah, you do have to shoot some roos off the circuit in the morning sometimes. And woe betide the bloke who does not leave the gate shut overnight. 
And <laughs> that's cardinal sin number one. Also, cardinal sin number two, hitting the cones on the apexes. Yeah, they do take a dim view of that. They don't want the track being dug up on the outside of the limits and kicking back stones and dirt all over the circuit, especially in open-faced categories when you cop scratches and smashes on your visors at 300 bucks a throw. Nobody wants to see stones getting kicked up. So anyway, get straight into it with Reef, who had a very successful weekend up there, and here's what he has to say. Welcome back to another little chat with the hat. We've got another driver here who's out there living the dream, screaming around his open wheeler. Um, Reef McCarthy, you all know him. We've been pushing Reefy for the last few years. He's had a couple of goes with uh, Super 3s and Super 2s, or just Super 3s? Uh, Super 3s, we did a full season, and then I did jump in a Super 2 for, for a one-off round at Bathurst. The wild card. All right, so welcome, Reef, to the chat with a hat. We're going to wrap up last weekend's racing up at Morgan Park in Queensland in the sunny, sunny state. So um, you guys dragged your car up there, didn't you, mate? Yeah, yeah, we um, it was good. The uh, Morgan Park put on a free test day on Wednesday for us, so we started the journey on Monday and took us two days to get up there for the uh, Wednesday practice. What well, was awesome because there was a uh, it was a pretty it wasn't too many guys out on track, so it was a pretty uh, clear track, and just got so many laps to really learn the track and uh, tune in the car for it, and yeah, went really well. Yeah, this is the first time you've seen Morgan Park, isn't it? Yeah, yep. It was uh, first time on Wednesday and awesome track, actually. Real driver's track. The uh, it's, got, it's got some big straights, but not enough to do full toe moves, so still makes some real hard racing and um, some good defence as well. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I've been up there a couple of times now with my mate Mark, who... You met up there, the president for Queensland Formula V. Oh, yeah, for everybody, the reason Reef was up there was a part of your national series, part of your your national rounds um, up there. So there's a few of the New South Wales boys up there and and girl, your minor, and yourself from Vic. You're the only guy. You're the only representative from down south, down here in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, the only guy from Vic. Um, there was yeah, a few New South Wales blokes and me from Vic and uh, – yeah, we all, all headed up the, for the journey, and it was good good racing. Love it. All right, so let's kick off then. Let's kick off with the Saturday. So practice was all good. Everything was happy with practice. Nobody sort of caused too much grief. Everything was fine. Nobody hit anybody in practice, which is always a win. Um, Saturday, we had, uh, it was a two races on, three races on Saturday. Three? Two. Uh, two. Two on Saturday. Two on Saturday, two on Sunday, but only three of them counted over the weekend. The first three were part of your national series, and the fourth one on Sunday was not part of the, the points. So Yeah, correct. So, yeah, we jumped into qualifying on Saturday, and that went pretty well. It's a, um, with the high UV there and the, there was a bit of heat on track, we only got about three or four laps to really set a time before the tyres went off. So um, being a 30-minute qualifying, though, we were able to come in and then have another crack and another uh, go at a lap time. But, yeah, I set my quickest lap in quality. I think it was the second lap out. I um, was able to get a little bit of a toe 
um, for about a third of the track or so, and that helped me boost it into P1 for most of the session. Um, but, yeah, then got jumped uh, by another competitor about, yeah, towards the end of the session. So we headed back out and tried to set another lap, but by then the tyres were pretty shot and, um, yeah, wasn't able to – do any better but we started off the uh, front row just in second p2 on the outside for race one um what was awesome also started there for race two and race one was yeah it really kicked things kicked off there it was um between michael and tyron us three up the front it was a real hard close battling the whole entire uh, weekend but think race one we all all were there to prove a good point and um yeah kind of tried to put our best foot forward i think i led yeah probably like six or seven of the laps out of the 10 lapper um did get jumped towards the end and yeah ended up coming home in second um behind michael and yeah from there yeah yeah no he uh like all three of you at the top wiseman kinsella and you you guys had everybody covered from Queensland. Like they were just tucked in behind, but you three were just in a league of your own. Yeah. Yeah. It was good to head up there. I think for all of us, we're kind of all in the same boat. Um, I know Michael's been there before, but it has been quite a few years since he's been there. And uh, for me and Tyron, I think it was our first time up there. So we all, we're all in the same boat trying to learn a new track and also set fast times and uh we all ended up up the front again also that was the same at winton in the first round um and yeah it, it was a uh, good hard battling throughout the first well first race and then i uh, continued on throughout the weekend into race two where uh i did end up making a little mistake i uh tried to go around the outside to get into pole and sorry first place and uh yeah, it didn't quite work out. I had an excursion off track and jumped oh, in. You were mowing some lawns, mate. You were yeah. through off the side of the circuit. Yeah, I think I got back on in sixth. I was able to work my way back to third before the end of the race, but uh, just ran out of laps to catch the front two. And then, yeah, race three was awesome. Went really well. It was, um, I was able to get the uh, win in race three. It was uh, good. So first, second, and third for the weekend um, were the results. And, yeah, race three was a real defensive drive. Um, the track, even though it's got, yeah, quite a few long straights and uh, long sweeping corners, uh, it's fairly easy to defend your line throughout the, uh, throughout the track. So once I got in first, it was just about defending. And, uh, yeah, it was about a solid nine laps of yeah side by side through quite a few corners but I was able to hold on to it and yeah we came away with some decent points um what was good could have been a little bit better if uh you know things weren't perfect but overall was still a still a real good weekend and it's always good when you can go side by side with people but still come home with a uh, a car in one piece what was perfect I don't think out of the whole entire um grid i don't think we well yeah we didn't have any red flags and there was uh i don't think there was really any crashes throughout the couple, weekend there's a couple down the back a little bit but they didn't really affect it um anybody else or more um a one on apart from when you got like rear-ended yeah, <laughs> yeah. there was no yellows being shown um yeah. for a spun car as you try to tighten up and avoid it but avoid a big one actually it would have been a, a fairly 
the tangle of wheels and control yeah. arms. Yeah, yeah, that was in a practice. Um, yeah, yeah had we had nowhere to go. Yeah, so had a driver behind that was in the same boat as me. We're going through uh, corner one, two. Um, what's quite a, it's almost a, it's just a bit of a lift through one and then to a hard braking zone into two. What's a, uh, yeah, quite a tight right-hander um but corner one on the exit you kind of it flows you to the exit of the track um to the outside and yeah there was a car sitting in the middle of the track and yeah, uh, yeah no yellow flags meant that me and the driver behind were going going into there very hot and uh yeah sadly just nowhere to go for curtis behind me i jumped on the brakes he didn't see what was happening and a bit of a hit what bent the muffler and uh the collector but yeah luckily to get away with with minimal damage no gearbox change or anything what was great and uh yeah he got away without too much damage as well so we're lucky but it was definitely a uh an eventful weekend with a lot of battles a little bit of damage but luckily not too much Oh, mate, it's only mufflers. We all know you think they're optional anyway. Sometimes you throw them off. Lately. I think that was Sandown, wasn't it? We're looking there going, yeah. whose mufflers that? Oh, it's reefs. What's it doing out there? Don't know. <laughs> it's in the middle of the track. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've lost a few mufflers lately, but, uh, yeah, that's what happens when you get a bump from behind. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So yeah, that was all cool. Now I was watching that third race quite intently because I went up to the bridge there outside of, um, I think it's round three as you come yeah. out of two and you can see the whole circuit, the back side of the circuit. It's a fantastic viewing spot for that track. It, it's full 360 degrees. You can see everything. And you guys were going swapping lead changes and hunting and fighting and uh, Kinsella ended up dropping back to third he made he must have made a tiny little mistake because wiseman got him and held second but you had him under brakes wiseman was coming in hot into one down that straight every time trying the outside line the inside line everything and you just outbraked him basically just to fight him yeah. off yeah it was a um like wiseman's car is definitely uh no slug in the straight line so every time after every uh straight we we're pretty much battling side by side into corners but i was lucky that uh we set our car pretty pretty um good for the uh final laps so well i think a few of them like kinsella was overheating tires and uh struggling with the tires um and managing them we've uh yeah we set it up pretty well so it's a little bit slower on the first couple of laps sometimes but if i can stick with them we've usually got a uh, a good car towards the end of the race so yeah, it was pretty much just a uh, breaking battle every lap between me and Tyron, and I was lucky to position the car usually towards the inside. Uh, what meant it was it made it pretty hard to get around, so it wor- worked out pretty well. And he was, uh, yeah, super clean and respectful, and didn't try anything too dodgy. So uh, yeah, it was good. Unlike race. yourself in race two, when you came down three or four wide, and he just sent it. <laughs> Just yeah. sent and took like both of them on the inside. We were just standing there on the wall watching this, going, oh, "This isn't going to end well." There's four into one here. <laughs> I think McDonald saw that coming. He just rolled right out. I mean, I'm I'm out of this. Like I'm not getting involved in the in the corners. He just came down and blasted past three of them and took two of them at the turn, just for the lead. Came out in the lead after that one one move. Yeah, no, it was um, that was quite a. Uh... 
intense move, but it had to be done. It was uh, that's when I was yeah. So that was race two. That was the chase back. That was the recovery yeah. drive. Yeah, so that's when I was trying to recover and make up as many positions as possible. And put you I in third. It was uh, it was a small gap, but I centered and went for it, and it, it worked out good. Well, um, yeah, we were able to get the inside into one, and it was yeah, it was three wide, but uh, got to the inside even though it was two wheels on the dirt. <laughs> yeah, which you don't particularly care about. So what was your impression about the the uh, ripple strips on the outside of the circuit? You don't probably – that's probably the only circuit that you've seen and where they're that um, severe. Yeah. So uh, I, f I found it with a few – I think um, when we were up at Wakefield as well a few years ago, they were not quite that aggressive but uh, a little bit more aggressive up here than they are down here in Vic and um yeah so it's real hard on the car but as always the uh the fastest lines to use as much of the track as possible um or at least that's usually the case and it was uh it was the same around there so the car's got a bit of a beating we're using as much uh, of the ripples as possible and it was uh yeah it definitely wasn't a smooth ride over them but it was especially uh, when they camouflage them under the blue white paint yeah so on the uh, on the on the walk the track walk yeah, we um I was wondering in practice why every time I was getting a bit airborne on the exit of corners and then I realized it's because I was launching the car on those uh, hidden curves but <laughs> yeah, that was glad we did that track walk or it could have could have ended badly. <laughs> that's when that's when local knowledge is like required. Yeah, definitely. Cuz you couldn't tell. You wouldn't tell that there's any ripple strips on those painted edges because Yeah. No, they'll uh, camouflaged. Well, yeah. yeah but no, yeah the whole weekend was great it was uh it was clean driving from all of us up front and um yeah it was some of the hardest and closest racing i've had in a while as you expect at a national round and um yeah i just love it it's uh it's always great when you can go side by side with competitors that you don't race too often and you're all in it to win it and uh yeah no one leaves anything on the table you all go hard and so you can get to the line first, and it was good to uh, good to see that a lot of my moves stuck. And yeah, I think I put a good foot forward for the rest of the year for the nationals. Um, so where are you sitting in the standings right now in, on the uh, national rankings? So still sitting second at the moment. Uh, Michael got a few points on me this weekend. I got a yeah, so I got a first, a second, and a third. Uh, Michael got a first, a first, and a third. Um, so yeah, it, it was pretty tight, um, and it's there's not too many points in it. So I think it will still come down to the last couple of rounds. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, to see. Uh, I think it's gonna come mainly to who can be most consistent and not DNF, and yeah, and keep it up the pointy end. Yep, love it. Uh, so we'll get to that now. Uh, the next round coming up for you is in a couple of weeks down at the glorious institution that is Phillip Island one of the best tracks that we've ever got in this country. Massive fan of Phillip Island. So you're heading down there for the next round for the state championship? Yeah. So uh, we're down there for, yeah, the next round of the state. So that's not this weekend coming, but the one after. Um, so 22nd uh, and 3rd and 4th, I think it is, including the Friday practice. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to that. It will be good to be uh, – back on my home turf and racing, you know, a lot of our mates and friends and get to see them all. So 
really looking forward to that. And it will also be a really good opportunity to get a bit of practice on Phillip Island, seeming that uh, towards the end of the year at Island Magic is going to be uh, not only Island Magic, but also a national round. So that's going to be uh, yeah good to get a bit of practice for that beforehand. Yeah, yeah. So you've got a pretty good record down there in that fast sweeping circuit down there. As long as you don't get caught up in Lukey again, that'll be all good. Yes, yes, exactly. That yeah. hurts. Don't do it. It hurts. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Record's not too bad in Vic at the moment, so just going to try to keep consistent. And, um, yeah, the points are looking great for the state championship for myself at the moment. So just well, you're in the lead comfortably. Yeah. Yeah, so just got to stay consistently up the front and not have too many DNFs. And yeah, I think it'll think the state championship should be good this year. But I think the one that's going to be a nail biter is going to come down to the national rounds. So yeah, that, that'll be interesting. But yeah, I think uh, a lot more strategy in that one. Yeah, yeah. And being on my home turf, uh, I think we'll put up a good fight at Phillip Island. So I'm sure they'll be ready for it. Yeah, just let them take the, the lead lap. On the, the yeah. lead on the last lap, and then you can slingshot past them and show them that slipstream really does work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was quite, uh, I think that's probably what I found up at Morgan Park. What was the biggest, um, what I wasn't, well, sorry, used to or um, expecting is the fact that, you know, the straights at Morgan Park are very long almost like Phillip Island in ways, but um, just not able to get that toe effect as much as at the island. I don't know if it's the headwind coming off the ocean at Phillip Island or what it is, but, uh, yeah, the uh, slipstream effect wasn't quite as much of a uh, – well, wasn't quite used as much as I was expecting it to. I thought it was going to be, yeah, almost toe moves straight past at Morgan Park, but it wasn't the case at all. It was uh, only enough to get you beside him. So. Yeah. Still had to get it done in the breaking zone. That was evident. Everybody was trying the same thing. You can get up there, but you can't get around. And yeah, and I'm nervous about that outside line on on turn one. I I just don't think there's a great deal of joy out there. I know it might set you up for two on the inside, but it's it's a big risk. Yes, no, it out is. The marbles out there, out wide. Yeah, it's uh issue is obviously when a lot of us up the front were defending pretty hard throughout the rest of the uh, the rest of the track and if you set yourself up uh, properly it is pretty hard everywhere else to get past the um, mm. the only place where you can really get side by side full on is um, into one and you do need some balls and hope there's not too many marbles out there to make it work and I did have to use it quite a few times throughout the weekend but I think um, it's crucial to get yourself into P1 into a good good position because it's um if you can lead around there it's definitely a lot better than uh trying to get past in second so yeah for sure had to get it done when we when we could and yeah especially tried to uh, utilize that move towards the starter races um cold tires even though it sounds dodgy usually uh they gave you a little bit more room towards the start of the race so tried to use it early get into p1 and then just hold it. it was uh that was my game plan yeah, for the most of it, it worked. So it's a good plan. I like your plan. Just get to the front and bugger off. Yeah. <laughs> Just those national boys aren't going to let you get away. That's the only difference. You guys had a gap. Like the top three, 
And then I think on the third race, the next three, you had a battle pack of six. That was a cool thing about this entire weekend. You didn't have it all your own way. None of you did. And uh, like Alex and Alex and um, Curtis and stuff, uh, and you minor, uh, didn't let anyone get away. You, you had a battle pack up the front of anywhere from five to six cars for the majority of the weekend, which was cool to see. Yeah, exactly. And especially once... Uh, we started battling pretty hard up the front. It just we were just wiping off time off our lap times. What was able to uh, bring the others into contention for it. So um, what I like, I think the bigger the pack, the better. I like to use my racecraft, and that was my plan throughout the weekend: is to get as many of us up the front as we can and make it a big, a big dog fight. Because um, that's how I like to race. I like to get as many of us up the front. Uh, the more the merrier and then uh yeah so you can get it on the last lap but uh didn't quite work we're still able to pull away us three um what wasn't wasn't always a bad thing but i was definitely trying pushing to uh hold us up the front a little bit just to bring him into it just to make it a bit more interesting but didn't always work on race three that was yeah definitely race three when you had all three when you had all six of you there yeah yeah I thought uh, we were battling pretty hard from get-go in that race three, and once I got ahead on, I think it was the second or third lap, yeah, I was kind of just defending and trying to bring the others into the pack. I thought it's the best opportunity to get the most points out of the weekend is to uh, bring a few more in and try hold the lead and, uh, yeah, see where the others come out. But, uh, yeah, we are still able. It still was uh, me, Michael, and Tyron up front, one, two, three, but mm -hmm. it was definitely a right on our heels there in that last race cool all right man well thanks for the wrap up uh i'm repping the the reef mccarthy zero edition shirt tonight because you can't buy these yet they haven't you haven't got yourself a full range of uh there we go everybody there's your reef mccarthy shirts um so maybe one day surely be able to get a run done and we can sell them yeah definitely uh yeah i'm lucky enough the old man's quite quite nifty with these tricks and he was able to make up a few for us. So I think that's a, a one of five. So, uh, it's a very but, limited edition. I feel very privileged yeah. to have it on. Thank you. And I, and, and wrapping around, I was wrapping it all weekend on Saturday, Sunday up at Morgan park, even though I'm actually crew chiefing my mate's car. <laughs> His formula V and all the Queenslanders I was hanging out with looking at me going, what's going on here? I said, yeah, I know Victorians, mate, we're going to stick together. <laughs> yeah. We wound them up a bit. Yeah, we did too. And it was, uh, yeah, no, it was it was great how they ran that weekend. The uh, whole Queensland um, Formula V community, it was so welcoming. And, um, yeah, I think we learned a lot off each other. They were, they were um, welcoming enough to let me go along for the track walk and they uh, helped me learn quite a lot just off that. And I tried to give back by telling them lines and what I thought was different and what we could do differently on track. And, um, yeah, everyone was just so, so welcoming and so, so nice up there. So it was a real, real good to just be in a, a, a nice space and it not, not just be about trying to win, but just, They're a you good know, crew, have... aren't they? They're a great group. Yeah. The, the Queensland V's, um, evidenced by going out to dinner on the Saturday night, everybody, Came along for dinner and had a nice casual night and bit of a bit of a feed, a couple of beers. Yep. Now that was awesome. And then uh, same as the uh, Morgan Park, got a hats off to them. All the uh, as always, B 
big thanks to all the flaggies and marshals and all the scrutineers, but um, they really were on top of their game. Um, they were, yeah, they did, they did a great job and uh, kept us safe out there. And uh, yeah, it was just run, run really well. It was a uh, great weekend and it was great to see how the States do things a little bit differently. And um, yeah, we'll, uh, we learned a lot. Yep, that's great. Um, so I'm glad you drove back. So a couple of days back home, and uh, you all just you literally just got in this afternoon, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, about an hour and a half or two hours ago, we just got home. It was a good feeling to finally be back, and believe it or not, the weather wasn't too bad down here either. So that was a that was great as well. Yeah, I think we dodged the horrible stuff on the weekend. We made the right call. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just to shoot up to sunny Queensland, 25, 26 degrees each day or something like that. It was beautiful. Yeah. No, the weather was awesome and it was good to uh, – it's been a while since I've been on a track with such high UV on it. It was, um, yeah, the tyre compound and um, how you manage the tyres actually played a lot more of a role this weekend than I was expecting. Um, and, yeah, it hasn't been like that since summer last year for us when we've been racing down here. So mm-hmm. that was Another spanner in the works, what was good fun to try and manage and work out what's the best scenario for, for myself. And yeah, good weekend, good good learning weekend. Cool. All right, mate. Well, thanks for taking some time out of your your day. I know you just, you know, want to hang out and stop driving and just stop yeah. <laughs> and uh, just relax for the next few days. So uh, I'll see you hopefully down at PI. Awesome. Uh, that would that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I don't need a reason to go there. It's just magnificent. I love that circuit. And uh, uh, with the, all things going normal, I'll be able to head down and watch you do your thing, playing up Sweet. down there again. Yeah, we'll uh, have to see you down there then. We'll, we'll definitely be there. So pop in, anyone, anyone watching, if they want to pop in, say good day. Everyone's very welcoming down there. So uh, come say good day. Yeah, 100%. Can't recommend it highly enough, everybody. Get down to PI. You know you love the circuit. You won't see supercars there, but there's better racing, like literally wheel-to-wheel better racing in the Vs. It's the most entertaining category going around. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. It's um... It's like the Moto3 in MotoGP, the Moto3 bikes with everyone underpowered, aero, tucking down, dive bombing, four lead changes a lap. Like, it's just... Yeah. It's just nuts. Yeah, no, that's a uh, that's a very true. It's you know we might not be the fastest things on track, but just due to the toe and the aero and uh, how close all the cars are, we get some real close hard racing. So it really does come down to the drivers, and uh, it's real good fun. That's why I stick around, and I love the V's. All right, mate. So uh, coming up in the future, we're still trying to get you back into a roof. We need reef in a roof. We want to get you back up there into Super 2, Super 3s. That's, I mean, we all love Vs, but this is not where you want to stay for the rest of your life. So if anybody is looking for one of the fastest, most skillful young drivers to add to their sponsorship portfolio, where can they get a hold of you to come and give you some money, like lots of money? <laughs> Probably best place is on Facebook, our racing page, and uh, have a look at that. Got all, we always keep up to date with our racing i'm going to have a uh, video from last weekend up there soon as well so uh yeah check out the page and uh yeah, that's reef mccarthy racing all one word yeah all one word that's the one 
Beautiful. Reef McCarthy Racing, everybody. Get in touch. Get in touch with me or get in touch with Reef. Uh and come and check him out because you've already had a few goes, like you said, with the Super Threes. You've you've been through with Image Racing, um, associated with the Erebus Academy, and you've done the Wild Card. That was with uh, Matty Charter. No, no, that was with Image as well, just in the Super Twos. Yeah, that was uh, Super Twos. Oh, yeah, solo. That, yeah, that's when. Uh, yeah, so that's when Jalen jumped into the main game car and uh, with Matt Charter. Oh, that's right. That's right. Jalen jumped up, didn't do the double duty. Yeah. I think you had about, what, a week or so to work it out. Yeah, yeah. And I jumped in super twofle around. So, uh, yeah, it would be good. It would be awesome to be back into a, a super two or three. It's um, it's definitely an amazing feeling being in the car. And I think I've got a lot more to prove in it. Um, did do pretty decent in the super threes. Um, didn't really get an opportunity to have a crack at the super twos. but Well, not with yeah. that weather. No, not- yeah, it was <laughs> it was ungodly. You guys were sacrificed. Yeah, yeah. No, it was um, it's pretty crazy conditions up there last year. Um, but yeah, I'd love to have another crack at it and show the pace I've got, not only in a Formula V but also a a tin top. So hopefully one day I get another crack at it. Yeah, we get back in the V8s. We could put reef in the roof. So, like I said, everybody, get in touch with Reef McCarthy Racing on Facebook or get in touch with me, chat with the hat or Dave Haddon. Um, uh, I'm also around in the Erebus Motorsport Army Facebook group. Um, So get in touch with us. Come down, come down and watch what Reef actually does. There's a reason that he's been leading uh, the championship for the last couple of years. Just missed out last year, I think, didn't you, in winning the the Yeah, just, yep. Came down to the wire the last race of the year. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I've got something to prove this year now. So, you've won four Island Magics in a row. Is that right? Yeah, yep. So, this year, that's a record. No one's done that yet. Mm, This year, obviously, you're going to have a crack at the fifth. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be be an interesting race, especially as I said, it's going to be part of the national round. So, we're going to have all the the best of the best of the interstaters come down as well. And it's it's looking like it's going to be a really big event for the Formula V's. Um, Big field. Yeah. Yeah. We already get, you know, mid-20s um, just in Victoria, and we already know of probably about another 15 drivers that want to come down. It's um, going to be mental. So, yeah, going to be looking at nearly a 40-car grid, or it could even be more. Um, and, yeah, I think that's going to be some awesome racing to watch. I think it's going to be, yeah, definitely a highlight in the V, my V career, that one. Coming, Hopefully coming it stays green. Hopefully it stays green in that mid-pack. Yes, yes, definitely. That's <laughs> that's what we want. Like, you know, you don't get a 30 minute qualifying session. What was that all about at Morgan Park? Like, holy hell. <laughs> we had yeah. to top up the fuel tanks. Yeah. No, I think um I think it was just due to they were running less categories up there. Yeah. <clears throat> had a bit of time up the sleeve, but uh yeah, 30 minutes in the V on the on our tire was definitely uh you definitely weren't setting your PBs at the end of that session, nah. so. Nah. No, no need for it. I even did my very first pit stop. Mark came in at 10 minutes. I had to sit there and call him in at 10 minutes and just, you know, redo the tyres and see if you wanted any suspension adjusting or anything. Didn't make a difference. But, <laughs> but you know, I got promoted from Windex guy to crew chief in one day. So Yeah. You're, you're building yourself up. You'll be uh, running a team in no time, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody else's money, though. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, buddy. Look, I'll let you go. Thank you very much for the wrap up. Um, congratulations up there for the one, two, and three. Um, the three I thought was one of the most impressive drives I've seen when you do have a little off and you're coming back in amongst the fastest of the, the Queenslanders that, that battle pack there and managing to force your way back through. And I've, like you said, ran down, ran out of laps just to hunt down the, uh, Tyron and Michael. Um, but up until then, you know, it's you, you three will wheel to wheel nose to nose. So that was fantastic to watch. I'm glad I came up there to, to watch it all unfold. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Thanks for the chat again, David. It's, uh, always a pleasure. And uh, I'm we'll sure see you we'll... in a couple of weeks down at PI. Yes, definitely, mate. Catch you there. All right, mate. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Bye. Okay, massive thank you to both those guys for taking some time out and having a chat with me. Uh, a lot more in depth than what you get on the side of the circuit when the guys are the real journos are sitting there with their microphones looking for a 30 second or a one minute grab after a after a race so you get a lot more info about what it's like for them and how they're going and where they're moving forward to so hopefully you've got something out of that and that's going to be a regular feature i've got a few more chats to come up with some other young up-and-coming drivers as well. This is the grassroots racing. This is the stuff I'm really getting into right now. I'm very much enjoying going to state-based racing. It's a lot less complicated, way more accessible. Everybody's way more collaborative. The racing is wheel-to-wheel, door-to-door, um, and it's where all the action is, to be perfectly frank. A lot less politics. Well, I can't say that. There's always politics. It's car racing. But it's uh, way more enjoyable at the circuit when you're just hanging out with mates going around and around. Um, a big thank you again to gamelife.com.au, Jason Sweeney, for making it possible, giving me uh, a bit of a boost with all of the kit. So if you're leading, needing any of your streaming or gaming peripherals, jump onto his Facebook page and his website, www.gamelife.com.au. He's got all the kit that you could ever need to get online. It's podcasting or gaming. So uh, the next step coming up surely is Rowan and I. That'll be episode 22, I think, um, where we're just going to wrap up last weekend's racing. He was at Sandown and I was up at Morgan, and we're doing the preview for the Sandown 500. It's a double header at, the fi- at Sandown this weekend, back-to-back rounds. And I also spent last night at Tickford, racing uh, for the V8 Sleuth Night out at Campbellfield. And I had a very, very good chat with Tim Edwards. Um, Not recorded. It was all just casual. But uh, next week, after we do the wrap-up, I'll uh, let you know what we had there and how that night went. Aaron Noonan runs a magnificent night with Shane and um, Will Dale. And... Yeah, had a good chat with Declan and Cam Waters and uh, Thomas Randall and also um, JC, James Courtney. And I did ask him, is he off to Matt Stone Racing? And he said, I I don't know. I said, mate, you know everything. You know what's going on. Fill me in. Uh, Not Matt Stone. Um, I asked him if he was going off to Blanchard's and... And he just smirked and said he doesn't think he's actually going anywhere. So, like, leaving, he's still be around. So that's a little 
little nugget. Um, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. And episode 22 will be up shortly as well. I'm going to double bang them out there. And this will be the Sandown uh, preview coming up. Take it easy, guys. <laughs>